Welcome to 40 Minutes with Fitz, a podcast for dentists by dentists. And now your host, Tom Fitzpatrick. Good day. This is Fitz. Welcome to 40 Minutes with Fitz. We have the good fortune of having our second guest, uh, Dr. Randall Staples. We call him Randy Staples. He's from Jackson, Tennessee. He's a mini dental implant center owner down in Jackson, Tennessee. And him and I are down in D- Disney at the Boardwalk Caf- or the Boardwalk um, Resort. And uh, we're, we're excited because we always we come to Disney every August, and uh, we have a great bunch of lectures. We have about 80 dentists downstairs. And uh, Randy was gracious enough to come upstairs and talk to us a little bit about uh, how he became a dentist, what he's doing in dentistry, and how he sees the future. So welcome, Dr. Staples. Thank you. Nice being here. It's good to have you here. Good to see you again. Uh, it's great seeing you, too. A couple of weeks ago, Dr. Shackin and I were at the AGD. We were lecturing in uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, which is yeah. about 30 minutes south of uh, Knoxville. Knoxville, yeah. Yeah, and Randy was kind enough to come over and uh, and lecture with us for a bit. So you're always a, a, a good friend to Shackin first, and it's always a pleasure being Any, around you and having anything you. Anything I can do. Okay, pal. Well, what I wanted to ask you is, Tell, tell me a little bit about, um, how, how did you get started in dentistry? Actually, my uh, uncle was a dentist. Uh, he went through dental school, University of Tennessee. And uh, when he uh, just about graduated, he decided to go into pedo. So uh, when he got out of dental school, he came back to Jackson and uh, was the first specialized pedodontist in Jackson, Tennessee. And uh, uh, when I got on in college... Uh, I'd thought about being a dentist uh, or going into uh, uh, medicine. And uh, at that time, I just looked and said, well, uh, the doctors I know are at the hospital all the time, and I, I really wanted to think about a little bit more family time, so I, wanted, I went into dentistry. So uh, gotcha. that's, where, that's where I started, getting that idea to go into dentistry. So it was either medical school or dentistry dental or yeah. dental school, and you, and, yeah. and you chose. I chose dentistry. I sure you, did. You chose dentistry, and as you look back now, do you do you have any regrets? I have or? no regrets. No, I don't. I, uh, you know, I, I've always felt that uh, uh, we make choices. Just every day, we we come to a choice, and it's like a fork in the road, and you you pick the right or the left, and if you choose to go the left way, then there's going to be forks you're going to meet again and it may come back to the right side it may not but uh, uh, I feel very blessed uh, to uh, I've had 41 years of practice and uh, I feel very blessed I bet, I bet you've helped a lot of people over that well I'll try years. to that, that's that's what our goal is, is yeah. to, uh, I want to treat people like I would be treated if I go sit in a dental chair uh, I want a, a dentist to treat me uh, just like I, I need to treat people. So uh, you have to go home at night and lay your head down on the pillow, and you want to make sure that that day you you did the best that you could to help as many as you could. Well said. Well said, my friend. Yeah, that's that's the goal right there. So you were, you were, you're a general dentist. Yes. And you're practicing dentistry in Jackson, Tennessee, a beautiful part of the country, mm-hmm. and you stumble upon checking first. Right. Tell, tell us a little bit about how you were introduced to Dr. Todd Shacken. What you said stumbling actually is, is correct. Um, I had uh, practiced for about, well, I started practicing in 77. 
And uh, I started out as an associate at one of the finest uh, dentists in Jackson, Tennessee. And uh, uh, after a few years, I realized that he had sons that were going to be coming on, and I wanted to uh, uh, not be kind of like the fourth wheel, <laughs> our fifth wheel in a, in a family-owned corp. So uh, uh, I went out on my own in 85 and opened up my own practice and uh, I just, I didn't operate under an LLC. I, I just, you know, just opened up, put my shingle out and Randy Staples DDS. And uh, uh, I practiced for uh, several years in that location. And I had a, another doctor uh, in Jackson approach me and said, after about five years and said, you know, it'd really be nice if we could go in together and we could share expenses and this, that, and the other. So I did. And uh we had everything ready to move down. Actually, I had the phones ready to cancel and everything. And the next day, I was going to be there. And I had a little episode and uh, ended up having open-heart surgery. No kidding. Yeah. And uh, uh, was told uh, I was 40 at the time. Wow. Uh, j just uh, family history and genetics. Mm -hmm. Sure. But uh, at the time, I was uh, I was in great shape. I, I was actually playing a, on a competitive softball team, travel team, and uh, I, I was working out, running three miles every other day, lifting weights on the off days and, and doing my practice. And we travel on weekends. My family, we, that, that's what we did. And in summers, we went to different cities playing softball. Okay. I, I, you know, you see this on television, the, 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 the older guys <laughs> playing, hitting a slow pitch softball. Well, I, I heard you're quite a softball well, player. Well, I, I just, you know, it's one of those things, uh, you have gifts and, for some reason, I could hit a softball. I uh, wasn't the best, but I mean, uh, I, I could hit a softball. So, That's awesome. So anyway, uh, I had that episode. And one night, we were playing a doubleheader. And uh, in between innings, I'd, I'd go out and stand behind the dugout and stretch because I thought I'd pulled a muscle. And I uh, had a great night that night. I think I hit three home runs. And I don't wow. know. And one of them, one of them actually, they measured. Uh, we had a fence that was like 300 feet with a 10 feet high fence and the left fielder literally watched the ball hit across the fence, across uh, a little byway and across the road and in the edge of the woods. And they measured it. And it was just right at just a little over 400 feet. Whoa. But I nailed That's a it. Shot. <laughs> I nailed it. <laughs> that is a anyway, shot, my friend. Anyway, I came home that night and uh, rode home with my brother-in-law and uh, I kept stretching and he said, what's wrong, Ray? I said, I don't know. I've pulled a muscle. So I got home and got in a hot tub and, uh, in a whirlpool and, uh, went away. And the next day I got up and on the, carrying the kids to school. And, uh, I just didn't feel right. I, my palms started sweating and I started having that muscle pain in my back again. I got to work and I worked for a couple of hours. Um, uh, um, uh, and I called a friend of mine, his cardiologist said, Joe, I, uh, something's wrong. I, you know, and, uh, he said, well, what's going on? And I said, and I, I described to him, he said, well, I'm going to send an ambulance out. And I said, no, no, I don't need an ambulance. I, I could drive down. I've got to finish up the patient. He said, no, you need to, you need to get down here. So I yeah. called my wife and she came by and we rode to his office and we stayed in his office pretty much all day running every kind of test imaginable at that time in, uh, 1992. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, Randy, uh, at the end of the day, uh, it's about five 30. And he said, every test I'm running looks okay. But with your family history and your dad's history, my dad had a heart attack. And he said, uh, I really would feel best if we did a heart cath. So went over to the hospital. And uh, uh, I, I remember uh, at 1030 at night, I woke up, uh, came to, and I was in a hallway. And I looked around, and 
kind of got my bearings and Joe walked up and sat down beside me and said, uh, can you understand me? And I said, yeah. He said, uh, I don't know why you're here. He said, I, uh, I went up the right leg. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't find anything. And he said, I went up the left leg, finally got a good scan. And he said, the three major arteries on the front of your heart, I can't get in any of them. He said, they're all blocked. Wow. And, uh, he said, uh, we've got the surgeons. We had three cardiac surgeons in Jackson's hospital. And he said, uh, they've been up here for 35 straight hours. Two of them are back home, uh, uh getting some rest. And at six o'clock, we're going to crack your chest as they said then. And, uh, we're going to do surgery on you and I'm gonna let you see your family and then we're going to sedate you. And he said, uh, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm okay. You told me what's going on. So long story short. Uh, I, uh, at the end of the week, I was on a, a post-surgery floor with, uh, all the other, I was 40 years old. Everybody else up there was 65 and oh, no kidding. But, uh, and afterwards he, he, Joe told me, he said, you know, you had two arteries, two arteries were, that were 100% blocked. Uh, a third artery had bypassed itself and said, we have no explanation. You know, you're such, you're in great shape, but we don't know why you're here. You, know, you should be, you should be dead. <laughs> so I, I think every day from that point on every day's every day's just been a blessing to me that i'm here so uh uh from that point on uh i'd always tried to make the best out of everything but i mm -hmm. tried to make a special point to be very thankful every day that i woke up and i went into that day with that kind of attitude thanks for letting me be here another day and we're gonna see what we can do good today i'll tell you and, and a friend of mine who's a cardiologist he told me that the number one symptom of, of a heart attack is death. <laughs> That's right. That's what so, I've heard. So, so you had the good fortune. I had of making the good it fortune in making it in. Yeah. Sure thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Well, that's quite a that's quite a story at a young age to yeah. go through that. But anyway, getting back to that, I kind of got off course there. But uh, yeah. um, after I uh, I got over that episode, after about I don't know three months, then the doctor said, you know, you can start back working half days or something. So I really I read I got back into the office with this fellow. And we started working, and uh, I was just a general dentist, and I stayed there from '92 till uh, close to 2006. It was an older, older office, and uh, a nice office, but older office. And I had I, over the over the course of that time, I enjoyed what I did. Uh, it seemed like we helped people, but I just every day, I, I just you know, you've heard this story that uh, nobody gets up out of the chair and. You shake, shakes your hand and gives you a hug and says, thank you for doing that molar root canal on me today. Right. Or, uh, or, or, uh, someone will come in and, and you say, you know, this tooth, uh, it's had several fillings. Maybe we need to do a crown and well, doc, could you just, uh, could you try to refill it? So you work for an hour and you know, you've saved them a lot of money and you built this beautiful tooth and it took you over an hour to do it. And when you got through, uh, patient jumped up and said, uh, I didn't know it was going to take you that long. I got to go, and, you know, and, and, and stuff like, and, and then over the course of time is, uh, dental ex, uh, office expenses go up and, uh, the, the margin of just wasn't there. Insurance programs were changing and I don't know. I just really got burned out. I got burned out. I, I actually mm -hmm. had done some, uh, traditional implants, conventional implants. And, uh, I might present 20 cases and only, uh, have one or two case acceptance and, uh, I don't know. I just got, I just got tired of, of mm -hmm. the general dentistry. So something fell in my lap at that time in 2005, I went to a seminar 
and uh, I saw a presentation about CEREC. I don't know if you're familiar with that. You're familiar with that, but it's sure. for the listeners. Uh, it's a machine uh, computer that's in your office that you, after you do your crown prep, you can uh, uh, take a uh, scan it uh, on your computer. The younger audience will know what I'm talking about. Right. Uh, you can scan it, and it uh, produces a 3D virtual image, and you can design your crown on this computer. That information is transferred to a milling unit, and uh, a printer, if you want to call it that, a printer, and uh, it prints out your crown out of this material, and you fire it, and can, and all this can happen rather quickly. So we uh, we could do a crown in one visit, uh, numb them up, do the crown prep, take the scan, design it chair side, mill it in twenty minutes, and seat the crown. So uh, I I got excited about that, and. Uh, uh, we had a, a lot of people come into my office after, just by word of mouth, and uh, uh, that was fun. And we did that in 06 and 07, and then, I don't know, uh, the guy that I was practicing with was going to retire. Uh, he really didn't want to sell me his building at the time. That was fine. And I kind of wanted to look for and build an office of my own, even when I was 52 years old. But um, my wife and I decided we'd, we'd build another office, so we did. And uh, uh, I carried my CEREC down there, and we, you know, had all all the new equipment, and we we went digital, we went paperless, we uh, we did everything that we could do. I always kind of liked liked technology anyway, and right. uh, my uh, uh, I practiced for about a year, and, and the old doldrums came back. I said, ah, you know, I've I've done all this, and now I'm, I'm still I'm just not happy anymore. And and every day, my wife would uh, walk me to the door and say, uh, kiss me goodbye, and say, try to have a good day. I said, I, I can't. I've got to go to work. And uh, <laughs> I, that's just the way I felt. And yeah, uh, uh, sure. I had stopped doing implants, like I said. And uh, one day, um, a friend of mine, uh, Dennis, called me and said, how's it going, Randy? I said, good. And he said, I've got a question. Uh, could I borrow a mini implant? This was in uh, December of uh, 2008. And I said, uh, what do you mean a mini implant? He said, well, I know you, you do everything. You've got a new office, all, every, all modern equipment. And I just would like to borrow a mini implant from you. I've got a patient. I said, I don't even know what you're talking about. And uh, it was around noon. And I said, where are you at your office? Like, Obviously. And he said, yeah. And I said, well, I'm going I'm to run over. So I just, he's just five minutes away. Yeah. So I ran over and I said, uh, uh, I said, Barry, show me what you're talking about. And he showed me this little thing called a mini implant. And I said, where did you get this? And he said, well, I actually went to a seminar and uh, uh, got it from, uh, uh, I just bought it at the seminar, and the man's name is Todd Shatkin. And I, uh, I, I said, well, you have his information. And he said, I've got his telephone number. And so he gave me his telephone number. So I ran back to my office, sat down, dialed the number, and Todd Shatkin answered the phone. He's in Buffalo, New York. So it's, it's already now, it's afternoon, and he's working. But he mm -hmm. answered the phone, and I started talking, and and I'm uh, glad I got him on the phone. And in just about five minutes, he said, uh, Randy, I really would like to talk to you, but I'm right in the middle of the surgery. I'm going to let you talk to my dad. So his father, Sam Shatkin, got on the phone. And I spoke with Sam probably for 20 minutes. And uh, after that conversation, Sam uh, had uh, advised Todd, and they sent me a couple of mini implants because I'd placed a lot. I'd done a lot of implants. Right. But uh, traditionals. I did blade implants for mm -hmm. uh, for listeners that might understand what that is. I, I've done a lot of different type of implants, and anyway, uh, uh, I got I got the shipment in and I placed a couple. And I call I talked to Sam occasionally, and 
He said, you need to come to Buffalo. You need to come to Buffalo. And so uh, June of uh, 2009, I came up to Buffalo. And uh, uh, I did a little, I think they called it a, I don't know if it's called a fellowship or or a, something, a one-day deal where you mm-hmm. worked in the office with Todd. Or actually, yeah. he couldn't work. and have a license in, in New York, but followed him around and watched him do the procedures. And he kind of did education on site, you know. And I, I was hearing this things coming from his patient's mouth. Uh, 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 Dr. Shack, and you changed my life. Um, and, 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 and everybody, I mean, everybody that came, Dr. Shack, and thank you so much. And, uh, and when he did his consults, he'd say, well, you need this and this and this. And I'm, I'm ready. When can we start? I mean, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And the, the cases he was beginning for consultation were excited. The people that he was finishing up not only excited, but, uh, uh, very thankful. And, uh, and I, I wanted that. I was missing that. Right. right. So, uh, I was lucky enough that that was on a Thursday. So Friday and Saturday at that time in 2009, uh, Todd had a two day training seminar and it was in Niagara Falls. So, uh, I, uh, uh went up, spent the night and, and Friday, uh, Friday morning, we went to the seminar and I, I was just amazed. I met some wonderful people there, uh, doctors who had already been doing this uh, probably four or five years. And, uh, and everybody was so helpful and, and so courteous and so kind, unlike any seminar I'd ever been to in dentistry. And in dentist, dental seminars, you kind of go and you get your little place at the tables, and you, it's almost like your little zone, and you try to look, find out what the speaker's talking about so you can carry that back to separate yourself from the other dentist. Right. And mm-hmm. with this procedure, with this, it's completely different. I mean, we, uh, Todd is all about, uh, everybody in the room helping each other and not, not separating, but helping each other. And, uh, it was just the nicest bunch of dentists <laughs> that I've ever been around. So, uh, I, that night, Friday night, I called my wife and I said, there's something here. I mean, you, you can't believe what, what's going on. And she said, well, what is it? And I said, that's hard to describe, but it's just this feeling uh, that I get. And she said, well, that's exciting. And anyway, s- Saturday comes and it's, it's the same thing all over and over. I'm seeing cases. I'm seeing people, uh, on the video and the, and slides. Thank, you know, be so thankful and happy. Uh, all other every patient that got through with their their implants just tickled to death and you've changed my I hear that over and over and over again you've changed my life you changed my life so uh, I got back to Jackson and on Sunday and I said you know we may not have to get out of dentistry you know I I thought about selling my practice I thought about doing something else and uh, she said oh well that's exciting well, when's the next seminar so we can go to uh, Orlando. In August, so we we made arrangements mm-hmm. that day, that Sunday, to go to Orlando. I called uh, uh, Monday morning, talked to Jennifer Wojcik, and uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, we uh, we set it up. So uh, in in August, we got there, and I, I continued to place some more implants. And mm-hmm. these patients that I was working on, uh, same thing. Thank you so much. I can't believe this. I can't believe I've got my tooth back. <laughs> anyway. August comes along and we go to Orlando and I mean, we, uh, that Friday we start out and, uh, uh, Todd's talking away and, and Rolla's looking at me cause she's my wife, her name Rolla. And, uh, 
she said, this is kind of exciting seeing these people. I said, yeah, it is. And I said, you know, they're talking about a, a mini dental implant center. And I said, what if there's, what if there's somebody else here in this room from Jackson, Tennessee, and they're going to go back and open up a center out before me. So by noon on that Friday, we'd made this financial decision that we were going to become a center somehow. So at noon, I looked, I looked you up actually. And, <laughs> and, uh, and there were some other gentlemen there and I said, uh, uh I want to become a center. So, uh, we met that night and the deal was made. So uh, right. I didn't want anybody else in Jackson, Tennessee. Not that I didn't want other dentists doing it. I think every dentist should be doing mini implants. Sure. But, sure. uh, but I didn't want anybody else in Jackson, Tennessee to have the opportunity to buy a, a center before me. I wanted to go back and I don't want to say separate myself. I wanted to be known as Dr. Minnie, the guy that does many implants <laughs> in Jackson, Tennessee. Well, so that that's certainly what we happened. Did. That's what we did. <laughs> and uh, from that point on, I mean, it's just gone gangbusters then. And it, I, I, I made a decision then that that's what I would really love to do is just many implants. And it's, it's taken me eight years to get to that point. I probably could have kick that ball a little bit faster, but I've been practicing for 35 years at that time. And nice. I've got uh, a lot of good friends, got a uh, wonderful patients and they, you know, it was just really hard to make the transition. I can remember the first day. Um, and some of the older dentists can, can relate to this. I remember the day that I uh, kept my list on uh, that. We moved from computer to the day book, you know, our, our book, uh, appointment book. I mean, that was your, that was like your Bible then. Oh uh, yeah. Your appointment book. Sure. That you went, that your whole day was based on that appointment book. And we had separate ledger cards, to, you know, for our business office. And I remember the day we went computer. I, I was just really nervous. What if all this is lost? I, you know. Anyway, that's, uh, uh, I, I remember those days and, and I remember, uh, that feeling of saying, well, if I, if I just, get rid of my general practice and do implants only, but it just kept building and building and building. And then I actually got so busy with people wanting to come in to do the mini implant procedures that uh, I could see that I was really holding myself back. So we made that decision. And, and uh, just recently though, we uh, we're a mini implant center only. Isn't that something? Yeah. It's, Jeez. Yeah. So the majority of your day is spent placing mini dental oh, implants. Well, Many placing them or the restorations or some procedure relating to them now. Yeah, everything, every day. Every day I'm placing many implants. Uh, I, there may be a day when I'm seeding a lot of things and I only do one or two, but most, my target day now is uh, I do a surgery or two in the morning and then I do some consultations uh, or some uh, uh, seeding something, uh, one of the, uh, the appliances, uh, and then maybe following up with a consult or or something like that, and uh, and then leaving early. <laughs> yeah. And and you um, you offer free consultations. Free in consultations. Your office? So yes. Yeah. Free consultations. That's uh, on all my advertisement. Well, I, I say all my advertisement. I do a lot of television advertising. I have an infomercial that runs uh, that I run every every week, and uh, then I have uh, thirty second spot ads. I've done you know I, I've done some radio and I've done some. Uh, other advertising in, in uh, uh, newspapers and magazines, but I, it seems like the television uh, and radio are, are two of the better. Two uh, of the better. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. I, I, something about people listening, hearing your voice, and then they putting that voice to 
when you when they come in, you know. So uh, and 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 when they can see you, you know, and then put that face. So I think put your face or and voice to when they when they sit in a the chair, then there's a little bit more comfort to it. Right. For them. Yeah. That's uh yeah, it's 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 such a wonderful procedure to to both an affordable procedure and Oh yeah. And, and and compare it to the conventional implants that you used to do yeah. when when you started to place more mini dental implants. How did uh, h- h- talk to us a little bit about well the, the, uh, the, the procedure difference. itself? Um, and the uh, well, the traditional implants are are good. Uh, they're time tested. I, I never right. run them down to, from that standpoint. Uh, it's just like I've talked to you a while ago though about uh, you might uh, talk to twenty different patients about uh, potential uh, treatment and the, the implant traditional implant would be an option and you might have two or three that would say well I you know I'm, I'm ready to invest maybe a year of time in replacing this tooth I understand I might need a bone graft I understand that there will be a surgery that we put something down in my jaw and and then six months later I'll get my tooth but I'm willing to do that I mean you, you may hear that but now that same person comes in and you can say, well, uh, I've got two ways I can go here for you. I, I can either take an impression and actually send this off to a lab. And, and in a couple of weeks, you come back and uh, I will uh, place the implant and put your permanent crown on the same day. Or uh, I can go ahead and place an implant and take an impression and, and make a crown. And, and it's about the same thing. And, and two weeks later, you come back in or a week later. In my office, like I said, I have a CEREC machine so I can make the crown. So uh, there's a lot of times now that I can, I can place the implant uh, in the morning and seat the crown a few hours later. But certainly within two weeks, you know, instead of that six months to a year, it's uh, it, this procedure. It's it's uh, I, we call it five times less. It's it's less invasive, so there's less discomfort. Uh, it takes less time to start the case. It takes less time to finish the case. There's less chair time involved. I mean, I'm I'm saying a lot of lesses now, but yeah. Uh, and all in all, that boils down to it. It costs less uh, for the patient. Uh, you can sometimes pr- do an implant in a crown for, you know, I don't say less than half, but sometimes in some situations, some towns depends on what they do in less than half. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, it's, it's a very affordable procedure. Uh, there's no, there's very little pain involved. Uh, I have people all the time that we will re- say we replace one tooth, two teeth, three teeth. Maybe we stabilize a lower denture. And if they would, if they like, I might write them a prescription for pain. But most of the time, we advise using something up over the counter. Uh, we and and they say, well, you know, that night I took something, and the next day though, it just I kind of forgot it was there. So anyway, it's a, it's a, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, it's unbelievable. And then and then these people get up and 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 go out and and eat the same day. Uh, I had a I had a minister. I tell this story. I had a minister that came in, a retired minister, and uh, he was 90, let's see, 94 years old. And uh, he sat down in my chair, and his wife came in. It was actually his third wife. Uh, he told me his first wife passed away when he was 40. They got married when they were 20, passed away when, uh, when, he, when she was 40. And then uh, he said seven years later he remarried, and he lost that, uh, that precious lady to cancer. 
and uh, uh, after several years. And then uh, his third wife, they'd been married for 12 years. And uh, he said, I got married, or 14 years. He got married when I was uh, 80 years old for the third time and said, uh, she's a sweet lady. And she was sitting over in the corner and just really nice. And, but anyway, he said, uh, I said, well, what can I do for you? And she said, I would like to eat a steak and eggs again before the Lord calls me home. I said, okay. And I said, well, and I looked in his mouth and he had a denture and he, he said, it just goes everywhere. I, I can barely eat mashed potatoes and, or, or peaches and, and, uh, cottage cheese. And I said, uh, I said, okay, well, and I looked in his mouth, and within a few minutes, I could tell he was a candidate. He had some bone there, so I told him what we could do, and I said, well, in about an hour, I can, you know, I can place some mini implants and stabilize that denture, and, and he said, well, let's go, so we <laughs> set him up the next morning, and he came in uh, 94 years old, and we placed some implants and uh, stabilized his denture, and he left that office and went to IHOP and uh, ordered steak and eggs. And uh, his wife, when they came back in the next, uh, they came back in the next day, and he was just beaming. Actually, sat in my waiting room, and he he, he moved around in my waiting room, talking to people. Said, "Are you here for implants?" And, <laughs> and I said, "Yes." Yeah. Said, "Look what he did for me." And he said, "I, I left here and ate." I, he was just a walking advertisement. I left here and went and ate lunch, ate dinner. But anyway, uh, I got him back, and he, I said, "How are you doing?" He said, "Great, great." And uh, he told me what had happened. And, he said, I ate mine, and his wife said, he ate all of his and some of mine, too. So uh, uh, it was just, you know, and like I said, he came back about every six months just to say hello, and uh, he, I think he lived till he was 99 years old, so he had four years there, and he ate anything he wanted. He, started, he gained some weight back. He kind of blamed me for that, but he's always <laughs> always in a good mood, and uh, uh, it was just it was wonderful <clears throat> to see that he enjoyed eating even for the last four years of his life. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's it's incredible. Yeah, and and many dental implants can afford this type of. Uh, oh yeah, he he. You know, patient. You know uh, I I think he probably he told me that he had talked to some other uh, dentist about it, and he, and he really wanted something that would was stable and and because of his age, uh, because of his lack of bone, uh, he just wasn't a candidate for the traditional implant. Right, and um, uh, you know. He had diabetes too, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, his first stage. But anyway, um, he just wasn't a candidate for the traditional implant. What, what what does he do? I mean, he had he had you know that's that's the what you hear the story from a lot of people. Well, I you know I had fills and fillings and fillings, and I had to have teeth some teeth extracted. And when I had enough teeth extracted, I had a denture made, and that's it. You know, I've got a denture. Got to live the rest of my life with a denture. And when I go to a restaurant uh, with you, I, you're looking at what kind of steak you want. I'm looking at what I can eat, what I can eat, and my dentures not jump across the table while we're talking or while I'm trying to chew my food. Uh, what can I eat that uh, that you know that I can stay? I can sit here and have a conversation with you until I can get home and take these things out and eat something at home, or maybe some people have to puree their food. I pureed steak just doesn't taste very good. I wouldn't mm. think. <laughs> Doesn't sound, doesn't sound appealing no, at all. No, not appealing at, at all. all. But anyway, that's yeah. uh, um, it's just a, it's amazing, uh, you know what what these people tell you that after you stabilize a denture or, or replace some teeth and get rid of those partials that they have, that, uh, uh, that you know it's just like having normal teeth again. Right. So it's it's amazing, it really is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Now, um, 
So your practice is, you, you've been running this mini dental implant center down mm-hmm. in, in Jackson. In Jackson, uh-huh. And if I'm not mistaken, I think you advertise with, a, it, it, have I seen a mini Cooper car yeah. at your practice? Yeah, well, that's one of the first things I did when I got back home from in 2009, uh, or in 2010, actually. I said, well, if I'm going to be a, the, the Dr. Mini, uh, and I'm going to spread the word that I'm the mini implant guy, then uh, maybe it'd be fun to have a Mini Cooper. So I bought a Mini Cooper and had it wrapped. I found somebody to wrap it with all my stuff. So I drove that around, and my son drove it around. And we and uh, uh, anywhere it's parked, it had my telephone number on it, called you know, call Dr. Staples. And and that, that was my first foray into advertising, really, was that. I never spent a dime on advertising in general dentistry. When I first started practicing in 77, uh, it was kind of taboo to advertise. Sure, sure. Uh, it was really frowned upon. And, uh, of course, now, you know, with the mini implants, uh, uh, you're trying to uh, spread the word to, to people mm-hmm. that aren't just patients. Uh, for those general dentists who are doing, doing implants, um, that's going to be great. Uh, if they're, anybody's going to do mini implants, is great just because they can add that service to their practice and, if someone comes in and needs a, a single tooth replaced, they can do that without doing the bridge where you cut down the enamel on those two adjacent teeth, creating potential dental problems in the future. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, but uh, um, it's, it's just great to be able to do that for someone. And I, and I think, you know, every, every general dentist should be doing that. Uh, it's a general dental procedure. It's not a, it's not a specialty, uh, irregardless of what, what you see on or hear on television or on, on the computer, uh, implants are not a specialty. Uh, everyone should be trained, mm-hmm. obviously, but the general dentist can receive the same training uh, as as a specialist, as as some as a dental specialist. Now, uh, and it's up to it's up to every dentist to 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 do the best that they can to get the best training, and uh, but. Uh, uh, anybody can place a, a mini implant. And uh, uh, I think that the general dentists that are doing that are really providing a good service for their patient. Uh, so, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm just all sold on the mini implant. Yeah. And, and you, uh, you do lecture, you're going to be lecturing here at Disney every August we come down to Disney yeah, every and August we have a two day course. Yeah. So, and you also lecture in other parts of the country. Yeah. With, with, occasionally, uh, occasionally first. I will. Occasionally I will. It's a, uh, he has some, some fine lectures, uh, that go around the country and, uh, cause Todd can't be everywhere all the time. Uh, you would think he could and he, and he, <laughs> he probably can actually, but, uh, uh, but, uh, um, he's, he's, uh, he's done such a great job of spreading the word. And, uh, there's so many fine clinicians mm-hmm. that he's trained and, uh, I mean, they're, they're good. They're just really great clinicians. They're thinking out of the box. They're doing things for their patients and they're really concerned and, and, uh, uh, they, they take this procedure and just completely restore a mouth with well, it. That previously has been told, uh, there's nothing we can do. You don't have enough bone. Uh, you just got to live with your denture, uh, you know, and then just to see these, these people that, uh, it, it's amazing. I mean, it's just, like I said, they, not only they come in and say, you changed my life, but they bring their family in, their friends. Uh, I've, I've had happen almost every week. I'll have someone come in now since I've been doing this for a while. They'll come in and say, Hey, I say, Hey, uh, 
I'm Randy Staples. What can I do for you? I want you to do the same thing that you did on my brother-in-law. I want you to get rid of the stencher and put some teeth in my mouth that snap in or glue in and they'll come in and out. And they already know what they want when they come in. And, uh, um, it's, you know, the words are getting around, but we've got a lot of work to do. Got a oh, lot of work to do. Absolutely. And you're the president of the International Academy of Mini Dental Implants. I understand. I'm very humbled by that. I, I come to our meetings and I, and I see these gentlemen who really paved the way and been involved in this since 2000. I think, I think Todd probably uh, got some of the first information on implants in 1999, maybe. And, uh, and, in 2000 started or 1999 or 2000 started placing them. And, um, uh, since then he, it's just grown where he's, he's trained a lot of doctors and there are a lot of doctors now. Are there doctors in, in, uh, in the States that have, uh, placed over 10,000 of these, uh, mm-hmm. 15,000, you know, I think Todd's probably placed as many as anybody in the world. He's, he's probably over, he's over 20,000 implants now. Right. And we're having, uh, he's having, and, and, and the people that uh, train with him, uh, we're having, you know, as the same success rate as with the traditionals. Uh, there's published, I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke. There's, there's, uh, there's published, uh, data on that, that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we're, you know, we're 95% success pretty much across the board. Anything between 90 and 95 is, is great. I mean, I, everybody, everybody has either a friend or family member that's had to have some type of a surgical procedure done, whether it's a knee or hip replacement or uh, elbow shoulder. And, uh, some, I, it's just standard that so many of those have to be re- redone, you know, after two or three years, I have to go back in and do it again. Well, that's a major surgery with the mini implant and, 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 and even the traditional implant, you have a traditional implant place. And if you have to go back and redo that, uh, in two or three years, that's, that's a major surgery. But, uh, with the mini implant, it's just a whole different ball game. I mean, if, if, uh, if that particular person has a mini implant that, uh, doesn't want to integrate, it's just, it's simple to re- take it out, wait a few months, or you can just move over a little bit and, and replace it. It's just not a, it's, it's not an invasive procedure, so uh, uh, it's just uh, it's just revolutionized. I think it's I think it's one of the best things that's ever happened in the general industry. Yeah, I mean, we hear that a lot. I mean, it's it's such a great great procedure for so many people, and oh, we know yeah. how many loose dentures there are. In, oh yeah, what I mean, is it? what's the figure now? Sixty million or something it, like that. It's crazy. Sixty million is it? Is that 60. right? Sixty million people uh, have either a denture or a partial, and. Uh, how many, how many dentists are actually doing implants? So probably 1%. Uh, it's, so it's there's, not enough, there's not enough of us. There's not enough of you. So That's what we hear. We, uh, we've got to get the word out. Uh, I, there's very few people. I have, uh, there's very few people that aren't candidates uh, for this procedure. Uh, I, I'll see, you know, maybe one or two people now that I'm seeing just a whole lot more consults. I, I might see one or two people uh, a month, maybe not that much, uh, that they just don't have enough bone, or they're maybe they're uh, in, in chemotherapy treatment at the point at that moment. Uh, doesn't mean that they won't be a candidate at some point in time, but it's very very seldom that I have to turn somebody out and say, "I'm so sorry, but we can't do this right now." Uh, I had a gentleman the other day that. Uh, uh, he came in and he was right in the middle of his chemotherapy 
and we we could and his doctor didn't and I didn't I didn't feel comfortable doing it either. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, but the good news is on a lot of those folks, if once you can if you can get a window, uh, and you can get their you know blood count like it needs to be, and uh, yeah, we can go ahead and do that. Um, there's Wonderful. just very few, uh, yeah, it's just very few people that are not candidates, mm-hmm. uh, permanently. I mean, sometimes we have to wait for certain things, but, uh, even after they've been that second, third, uh, consultation and been told no, uh, sometimes with a mini implant. And, and I had a lady, I had a lady about a year ago. Now, it's been two years now. I saw her at Cracker Barrel the other night and, uh, when I'm back in Jackson, and uh, she had so little bone on the lower. I mean, it was almost. I was. I was almost afraid to when I took her impression to press down too hard. Afraid I would break something. But she had just. She had enough bone in the lower anterior that I could get four implants to uh, to snap her denture in, and uh, they were really close together. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, she was so tickled that 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 when she when I snapped those in, she. Uh, she said, I, I can't believe I'm not have to wear that denture goop anymore. And I've oh, seen her yeah. several times in Jackson uh, out at a restaurant eating. And she and very seldom, if she sees me, it, it's very it's very seldom fails. She doesn't walk over and, hi, Dr. Staples, uh, I'm, eat, I'm eating, I'm eating again. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's just it's good to see that. I know? bet it makes you feel yeah, great, Yeah, it makes too. me feel great. It makes yeah. me feel really happy. To change yeah. the lives change of people. Change the lives, yeah. A- absolutely. Yeah. And uh, – so you're going to be out in Palm Springs, California this yeah. November on the 2nd and 3rd. Yes. And we're having our, our uh, once a year we have a symposium right. and we teach and the, 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 the folks that come. Last year we were in Dallas with Dr. Christensen. Yes. And he was our keynote speaker. This mm-hmm. year it's going to be another wonderful keynote speaker, uh, Kathy Jameson. Right. Um, but you're going to be lecturing as well as yeah. a bunch of other. A bunch of other doctors remember? that have had you know experience. Uh, what we like to showcase is there are always, uh, thank goodness, there are always doctors that show up at our meetings who've placed very few or never placed an implant, and they're anxious to see. Thank goodness. And we're seeing younger and younger and younger dentists come in, too, which right. is great. And uh, uh, But we're going to have a great time out there. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm very humbled uh, uh, to be the president uh, uh, and just be in the same room with all these esteemed dentists uh, that are placing <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands. I've placed several thousand myself, but yeah. I mean, it's just a, uh, all these all these people have paved the way for the mini implant, and uh, to be there in that group last year in Dallas, uh, we had a, a monster crowd. Yeah, and oh, uh, I Dr. think we had what almost two hundred yeah. dentists show up for that. Oh, it was unbelievable. And Dr. Yeah. Christensen is is a proponent. He uh, he's kind of the guru. Everybody, anybody in the dental field that uh, that's listening will know that uh, he's kind of the guru. And uh, when he's on board with with a product, uh, you know that that it's heartfelt and it's researched, and uh, all all his ducks are in a row uh, before he'll say, "Yeah, this is a good product." Absolutely. And uh, uh, he he's uh, he's actually a member of our academy. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, he is. yeah, and so uh, uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great meeting. I encourage anybody listening who's a, who's a dentist or uh, uh, to come on out and uh, uh, to uh, Palm Springs, to Palm Springs Desert in California on November the second and third. It'll be a great meeting. Absolutely. And if you'd like more information on that, you could always uh, check out our website at checkandfirst.com. Yeah. 
And uh, I know that it's so great to have you and um, so many great dentists here down at Disney. And okay. every year we're at Disney. So I'll tell you what, um, if I'm not mistaken, you're going to have to lecture in a couple hours or yeah. so. So I'm not yeah. going to hold you up too much longer. But I would, I would love the opportunity to have folks come out and listen to Dr. Randy Staples talk about his experience with minis and Thank you so much for being with Glad us to today on Glad 40 to Minutes here. with Fitz. It, it's, I, I, I can't thank you enough. And what a privilege it is for me to say that not only are you a great friend of our companies, but you're a great person and a great individual. And thank you so much. I appreciate it. You got it, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Make sure you tune in every month to the 40 Minutes with Fitz podcast. Thank you for listening today, and we'll talk to you soon.